BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Rams fans, welcome into Rams Showcase. My name is Sheriff Joe Bags. Tonight, the Rams will see a bit of a shakeup at a few different positions for a little bit. Plus, the third of three straight home games for the Rams goes down this weekend. We preview Steelers at the Rams and later some heat coming in the fan queso. So we will get into that on the other side of the game preview. Before we hop into the madness, RamsShowcase.com is where uh, the action happens. Under that merch tab is where you can snag yourself a Ram Showcase t shirt if you are interested in supporting the show that is the single best way to do it plus you look super cool second best way to support the show is just uh well hanging out with me just spending some time with sheriff joe bags and uh on socials at ram showcase at sheriff joe bags so let's go ahead and uh hop into the action here we'll go ahead and start with this story so reports say that uh ram starting cornerback darian kendrick was arrested early in the morning on monday october 16th just essentially hours after the Rams defeated the Arizona Cardinals at SoFi Stadium. And so far, the reports have been pretty vague. And uh, we know that he was arrested because he had a gun with him. We were not told if it was not his gun, um, but he also, he did spend a little bit of time, at least uh, a bit of an extended time uh, in whatever they were holding him in. So unfortunately, I don't really have any other information outside of that. And, uh, well, even if I did, I don't, I don't really like to get into that side of everything. But uh, from a football perspective, uh, we are going to wait to see if uh, a, a suspension happens uh, in this situation. Uh, if not, then I do expect DK to continue to be the starter. And if there is a suspension, this would be a really good opportunity for somebody like Trey Tomlinson or even Duke Shelley to get some really good reps in there. Uh, so uh, from that standpoint, uh, if uh, Kendrick is going to be down for a little bit, uh, then I actually like our depth there, and uh, I'm at least excited to see these guys out there. Tomlinson, obviously, still in the early development stages of his career, but uh, he could absolutely use some reps against a team that has definitely had some struggles. So this would be a good opportunity for him to get out on the field and uh, kind of see that passion kind of uh, ignited out there on the football field. We know that this guy's a, a bit of a, like a, a I, I hate the term like firecracker or something like that, but like he's, 
he's a he's a feisty dude out there. So uh, I would be really interested to see him, especially against a team like the Steelers. And uh, Shelley, he has appeared in limited areas, but so far he has played well when he has been on the field. So uh, that's kind of what we're waiting on now. Like I said, though, uh, we do not have any information on whether Darian Kendrick is going to miss uh, any time or if that's going to be an extended time, if there's going to be suspension involved, anything like that. So we kind of wait to unfold or uh, wait to see uh, what uh, what kind of happens out of all this. And I am going to withhold any kind of judgment, anything like that, mainly because I don't have the information. I don't I wasn't there. I don't know exactly what went down. So uh, I'm not here just to throw Darian Kendrick under the bus. Um, I am a fan of Darian Kendrick. And I think that the fan base is being way too hard on Darian so far uh, based on what this year has been for him. I know that he's had some extremely untimely penalties and uh, some mistakes in just situations that it just it really, it really has bit the Rams in certain situations. But overall, the dude is playing really good football. And uh, obviously, uh, if we, you know, have him on the field, I, I like that. So uh, Darian Kendrick, again, we don't know uh, what to expect out of this. Um, so we kind of just are waiting for more information. That is kind of where we're at right now. Uh, but of course, we do hope uh, that he's in an okay situation and that everything's going to be okay with him. But again, from the football perspective, uh, which is the perspective that I like to stick on here, is uh, Tomlinson or Shelley. I'm excited to see either of them. We also could dig into uh, the practice squad. Maybe we get a McCutcheon pulled up. Uh, so we'll kind of see what happens uh, uh, in that regard. But uh, so far, uh, really nothing to report as far as um, what, what Darian Kendrick may, may or may not be missing. So that is one position that we are looking at right now uh, going into this week against the Steelers to see uh, kind of just a little bit of a shakeup right now. We don't know exactly what's going to happen at that spot. Another spot uh, that the Rams are going to have some questions at is, of course, going to be the running back position. We heard that uh, Kyron Williams, uh, he has a sprained ankle, and it's unfortunate that uh, kind of we're seeing reports saying that uh, that if he wouldn't have gone back out onto the football field, then maybe it wouldn't be this bad. But it does look like it will take at least a, a week, two, three, four, who knows exactly how long that's going to take. Uh, but also Ronnie Rivers placed on IR. So he's out at least for four weeks uh, until we kind of can, can get his uh, his injury stuff all settled. And then, of course, Kyron Williams. So we are digging into the depth chart uh, at the running back spot. And uh, with that, some moves being made. So, of course, the Rams did sign running back Royce Freeman to the active roster. He has made appearances on the roster uh, on game days in certain aspects uh, or certain weeks. Uh, but right now, he has officially pulled up onto the roster, so he is here uh, and uh, probably going to get a good amount of reps this uh, this week, I would I would guess. Uh, next up, uh, the Rams also did sign running back Miles Gaskin off the Vikings practice squad. Gaskin is definitely a speed guy, so that does give the Rams a little bit of a different a uh, aspect when it comes to the running back position. So we'll kind of see what kind of impact that he can have. I'm not sure we see a lot of him maybe this week. I do anticipate a pretty uh, Zach Evans, Royce Freeman heavy backfield, if I did have to guess. And then, of course, we got the news as well that uh, the Rams did sign running back Daryl Henderson to the practice squad. Hendo back in horns, which is really cool to see. Uh, and uh, if you are unfamiliar with Daryl Henderson, Hendo, well, he was uh, here for the Super Bowl ring just a couple years back. And so uh, he does have a Super Bowl ring with the Los Angeles Rams. He has racked up 396 rushing yards and 13 rushing touchdowns as he's played in 50 games for the Rams in his career. And uh, he has started 28 games in his Rams time. That does include 10 starts in the Rams Super Bowl season. So he was definitely a part of that uh, season for sure. 
didn't just like kind of ride the team to getting a ring. He was absolutely part of this team uh, in that uh, in that 21 season. He definitely made his money, though, on kind of like a third down type back as, uh, like I said, he has 396 rushing yards in his career, but 474 receiving yards and four touchdowns through the air. So uh, that's obviously a a good aspect for the uh, Rams offense. And even though he's a practice squad guy, that could be something that the Rams could utilize uh, right now as uh, we kind of dig into a weird part of our schedule with the Steelers coming to town, then at Dallas at Green Bay before the bye week. So we'll kind of see how that all kind of shakes out. But that skill set is definitely something that the Rams could use on the football field right now. Overall, I do get the sense that most fans are pretty pleased to have Henderson back, uh, even if it's uh, just being a limited role with a practice squad spot right now. So uh, again, Hendo back in horns, which is really cool to see. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of Rams fans were kind of high on Daryl Henderson, but he never really translated into that uh, guy that I think a lot of us thought that he could be. So maybe, you know what, some time away, uh, he wasn't on another team. So we did sign him just kind of off the couch here, so to speak. Uh, But uh, I I like what he brings to this offense. And at least at the very least, he brings experience to this offense. He has worked with Sean McVay before. He has been a Ram before. Uh, So, I mean, that's uh, obviously good to have in that backfield, especially when you're dealing with a rookie in Zach Evans, a guy in his first year as a Ram in Royce Freeman. And obviously we bring in Miles Gaskin, who has not spent time with the Rams. So all that being said, obviously uh, to have somebody with some kind of experience in this offense and actually having starts under this uh, in this offense with this team, I think that that all kind of plays into uh, into a positive for Hendo being back in horns, which is cool to see. So again, though, I'm not even sure if he's going to play this week. I'm not sure if he'll get pulled up to uh, be active on the roster uh, this week, we might just see him just in street clothes uh, on, on the sidelines at SoFi this week. Uh, but with that being said, like uh, like I had mentioned, that the Royce Freeman and Zach Evans combo, uh, that doesn't hurt my feelings at all. And I think that that would be a, a fine combo as we dive into this week. So let's move into the standings here of the NFC West. And uh, pretty sick week six as uh, the LA Rams, the only team in the NFC West coming away with a win and uh, the only home team in week six and uh, being able to pull off the dub, which is obviously awesome. So the San Francisco 49ers do still sit in first place in the division, although they are coming off of a loss to the Cleveland Browns. It was a pretty close game. Uh, obviously, the, the the Niners had a shot to win it at the end, and then the missed field goal led to the Browns uh, walking away with the win. But uh, wins are wins, and we did see that uh, San Francisco 49ers offense uh, kind of sputter out pretty heavy uh, with uh, the loss of Debo Samuel as well as Christian McCaffrey. So we'll see what they do as far as the depth goes and uh, what those those injuries look like. It doesn't sound like they're long-term, uh, but we did see the proof, uh, very much so, <laughs> right in front of our eyeballs, that uh, when uh, those, those weapons for that 49ers offense go down, um, they don't have a lot of depth. And that's uh, something I've talked about uh, so far all season. Is it like, yeah, it's working now because they're healthy, <laughs> but... We'll see, you know, because it's a long season and uh, things can happen. Uh, so obviously when McCaffrey and, uh, and Debo went down, that offense was dramatically worse. So we'll see uh, what kind of happens as uh, their season shakes out. The Seattle Seahawks still sit in second place with a 3-2 and two record. They did lose to the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, by the way, San Fran at Minnesota on Monday Night Football. So we had a primetime Kirk Cousins going against the 49ers. So... Hey, Survivor League's um, Niners in this one. It's uh, it's it's primetime Kirk Cousins. They're going to win this game. The Niners are. So uh, those are the rules. I don't make the rules. 
And uh, yeah, Seattle losing to the Seattle Seahawks. They do host the Arizona Cardinals this week. So a division game for uh, the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, the LA Rams sitting in third place with a 3-3 three and three record. But that win over the Arizona Cardinals didn't give up a touchdown, uh, which was obviously awesome. And then uh, also shutting uh, the Cardinals out in the second half. So uh, that was very good stuff there. And then uh, back at SoFi this week as the Pittsburgh Steelers come into town. Uh, one of three teams, by the way, that Aaron Donald has never beat. So that'd be pretty cool to knock that one off the list. And uh, the Arizona Cardinals sitting at one and five. They did uh, lose to the Los Angeles Rams and playing at the Seattle Seahawks this week. We also did get word that the Kyler Murray uh, 21-day activation window has officially been opened. Kyler back at practice as well as Buda Baker. So, of course, we'll kind of keep tabs on that uh, as uh, Kyler Murray, uh, you know, they're kind of hoping that he brings a spark. But with a 1-5 record at this point in the season, I'm not sure if that's even possible. And also, Dobbs has not necessarily played poorly. So, I'm not really sure what the Arizona Cardinals plan is for this season. But obviously, getting your high-dollar quarterback back into the fold is obviously something that you'd want to do. Even if, you know, say somebody like, um, we'll just go with Brett Rippon right now because he is the current QB2. Yeah, if if Stafford went down and Rippon's playing well, well, if uh, if Stafford is healthy to go, I mean, let's let's get him back in the game, you know. So it makes sense uh, from that standpoint. But a one and five record going into Week Seven for the Arizona Cardinals, obviously not where they would like to be at this point. Uh, so there's that part of it. So uh, we are kind of going a little bit uh, early here as far as time goes, which is definitely not a complaint. That's good stuff here and. Uh, what we'll go ahead and do is that kind of allots us some time on the back end here to uh, finish through the fan casos because we do have a good chunk of those. So what we're going to go ahead and do now is we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, we will get into the game preview. But again, uh, ramshowcase.com under that merch tab is where you snag your t-shirts on the front page is where you can watch the game preview that's uh, also on YouTube and uh, listen to the full podcast right there as well. So all the information right there on the front page, ramshowcase.com. So that's good stuff. And again, t-shirts, they are super soft, super awesome. And uh, AJ does an awesome job with these shirts. They are 100% super sick, for sure. I would never lie to you. And uh, at Ram Showcase, at Sheriff Joe Bags, uh, if you would like to follow on social media, uh, of course. And then uh, if uh, any inquiries on Ram Showcase, uh, ramshowcase at gmail.com, I'll be able to get back to you there. But we're going to take a quick break. And uh, on the other side, we got the game preview Steelers at Rams right here at Ram Showcase. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The Los Angeles Rams welcome in the Pittsburgh Steelers to SoFi Stadium for Week 7 of the NFL season. The Pittsburgh Steelers sitting with that 3-2 record. The Los Angeles Rams with a 3-3 record with that win over the Arizona Cardinals last week. This game kicks off at 1.05 p.m. Pacific time. That happens uh, on Fox. Uh, We get Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth in the booth with Christina Pink on the sideline. The Rams will be in the blue zones on the distribution map, so if you are in those areas, of course, you will be catching the Los Angeles Rams. Rams just on the single this week, or the excuse me, Fox on the single this week, though. Uh, so obviously, a lot of those packed on in there. 
So if you are a better also, uh, the Rams are currently minus three right now uh, at home, of course, against the Steelers. It's a pretty snug game as far as Vegas is concerned, but we'll get into all the deets here. Money line for the Rams, minus 166, and you're over-under sitting at 43.5. So uh, not a lot of points, according to Vegas, uh, but we'll see what happens, of course. The Rams will be in their royal jerseys for this game, and uh, I wanted to share this with you because myself, Payo Time, and Rams House for the last uh, season and a half, essentially, We've always made our prediction on what color pants the Rams will wear. We get the uniform schedule ahead of time, so we know what the jersey color is going to be, but we learn 24 hours ahead of kickoff what that pant color is going to be. And uh, I will make a graphic for next week so that we can uh, keep up with our records and uh, see kind of what we are picking and, and how we're doing with that. Now, but I will let you know uh, to just drop yours in the in the comment section below. Drop uh, what color pant you think that the Rams will wear. We've run the sole pants two times in a row, which has led to uh, just about all of us switching up our predictions for this week, not picking the sole pants. So uh, Rams House is going with the bone pants this week, and myself and Payo time going with the royal pants. So we've got royal on royal, uh, which is my least favorite combo, but it is my prediction on what uh, we will see from the Rams this week. So uh, drop your prediction in the comments below, and next week we'll have a graphic for this as well, uh, so you can keep up with our records and then uh, talk trash to us when you're doing better than us which is absolutely possible. So uh, some notes in this game. So uh, this is the first of two straight games that the Rams are playing a team coming off of the bye week. So the Pittsburgh Steelers were off in week six and the Rams next opponent, the Dallas Cowboys, they are off in week seven. So I think that we get it four times this year, which is kind of absurd, but hey, whatever, man. Uh, they give the, their toughest battles to their best teams is what the approach that we're going to be taking here, which is unfortunate though. The teams get like a whole week uh, extra to prepare for the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, we're just kind of, we're going to be beating up on the Steelers when uh, the Cowboys are licking their wounds and healing up. So that's unfortunate, but hey, it happens. Uh, we're going to get a uh, team, you know, uh, playing us off of our buy too. So everybody kind of gets it. Uh, I guess not everybody, but you get the point <laughs> either way. And the Rams are currently sitting in the seven seed in the NFC playoff race. They currently would be playing the Philadelphia Eagles. If that were uh, if that were to end right now, obviously there's a lot of season to go, so we'll kind of see how it all shakes up. But I would say with the way that the Rams played the Philadelphia Eagles in uh, earlier in the season, what was that week five? Maybe uh, either way, <laughs> it was not long ago. Yeah, I think it was week five. But either way, the way that the Rams played in that game, um, I actually feel good about that, and uh, it just didn't seem like the Rams were were on it at all. And so far, I mean. I think the Rams have been competitive in all six of their games and they have a three and three record right now. So I think that as the season goes on, this team should be getting better and just more in line with itself, making a little bit fewer mistakes as the season goes on. As long as health is a part of that, that should be something that we all anticipate. We get a major uh, running back mix up this week, of course. So we could see running back Zach Evans get his first NFL start. It was his first time being active last week in week six against the Arizona Cardinals. And I would say uh, more realistically that Royce Freeman will get the bulk of the carries, uh, but I do think that we get a heavy dose of both of them. But also at the same time, we have not been told who's going to be the starting running back. We don't know who's going to get the bulk of the carries. So we're kind of just all assuming right now what's uh, going to happen. But I would say it's kind of an RB1A and RB1B situation that we're dealing with with Zach Evans and Royce Freeman. I don't think any of them are necessarily the starter for week seven against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, but I think that we do see a good chunk of both of them. 
Also on the other side, reports say if the Steelers did inform cornerback Desmond Kings that they uh, will, uh, they do plan on releasing him if they cannot find a trade partner. Uh, so King was picked up by the Steelers after he was cut by the Texans after the preseason on their cut down to 53. And uh, he has not logged any stats on the season. He has been active three times. I did see uh, a lot of Rams fans say that the Rams should go after him. Um, I disagree. I don't think that the Rams really have a need for him. And if the Rams were going to add a cornerback to the active roster, I think going uh, into our own practice squad with somebody like McCutcheon would be the better play than to go after a guy like King. Although this this week, I mean, obviously, that's a, that's a, that's a different conversation that this week it could be very beneficial. But, I mean, we've got the tape, so it's not a big deal. We also got Kevin Dotson here and stuff like that. So I, I'm not super worried about that from a competitive standpoint. Uh, I just don't think that there's really any reason to bring in Desmond King to this team right now. Some milestones that we are watching for in this game. So Matthew Stafford, he does need 3,265 passing yards to pass Eli Manning for 10th all-time. This is something we are tracking all season until it is either passed or uh, we need to talk about it next year. Either way, we're talking about it, all right? And uh, he also needs 28 passing touchdowns to pass Eli Manning for 10th all-time in that category as well. And we are creeping up on the, on the second most ever passing yards in the first 200 regular season games as uh, Matthew Stafford creeping up on Matt Ryan. He needs 591 more passing yards to uh, wiggle into second place there. Drew Brees holding in first, and I don't think that uh, that based on the trajectory here, uh, Matthew Stafford would need to go off for the next like five, six games in order to, uh, to be in that uh, Drew Brees realm, uh, but he should be able to pass Matt Ryan here, as I believe this is 194 now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he's, he's, uh, he's getting there. He's getting close to it. And uh, Tyler Higby, he did reach ninth in receiving yards in franchise history versus the Cardinals. He did just need two receiving yards, so I posted that one. If you are following on Ram Showcase, uh, at Ram Showcase on X, then I posted it there, as well as just my personal Facebook page. Um, so, yeah, he reached ninth all time. That's uh, pretty impressive stuff, and uh, that's not over because he needs 18 receiving yards to move into eighth most in franchise history. So he could go from 10 to 8 in two weeks which is obviously awesome to see, but just 18 more receiving yards, and that's where Tyler Higby will be. He needs two touchdowns, uh, receiving touchdowns, to move into the top 10 in franchise history in that category. All uh, Does already lead the tight ends in that uh, realm. And Cooper Cup needs 71 receptions to pass Henry Ellard for third most in franchise history. He also needs two more receiving touchdowns to become fourth in franchise history. So he is getting close to some other milestones as well. And uh, Aaron Donald, uh, apparently it was a premature post here because uh, we got the word that that was a sack. And so I posted that he is top 30 in sacks in uh, NFL history, but of course that was removed. So uh, two weeks with no sacks for Aaron Donald, but good opportunity to uh, get back into that column this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, become top 30 in the entire NFL's history in sacks. Although the sack history is a little bit of a weird one. Rams fans, I think, kind of know that with Deacon Jones coining the term and all of his not being accounted for. So there's obviously a lot of things that go on with that. And then, of course, still just three fumble recoveries to lead the franchise in that category all time. Let's dig into the matchup here. So we got the Rams offense versus the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. The Rams offense is fifth in the NFL, putting up a little over 387 a game and uh, going against the Steelers defense. 
almost 4-10 a game. They are 30th in the NFL in defense and passing the football. The Rams are 6th in the league going against the 25th ranked pass defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, running the football, I would give this one to a lack of attempts here is uh, the Rams sitting at 17th in the league and uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers 29th run defense uh, giving up uh, uh, almost 144 a game, which is absolutely madness to me. And uh, points being scored, the Rams are putting up 23. That is 12th in the league. And the Steelers defense giving up 22 a game. That is 20th in the NFL. So if the Rams score right in that range, of course, that checks out. Uh, but averages don't always just tell us exactly what's going to happen. We also, it's only six games and against very different teams. So obviously, uh, there's no direct translations there. Uh, but the Rams offense, they do have a, an interesting time attacking uh, the ground, especially this week. With uh, the the issues that the Rams now have at the running back position, obviously, we lose our top two guys, Kyron Williams and Ronnie Rivers, Mr. Ripaz. He is uh, now both of them being out right now. Uh, so we do anticipate that we'll see a Royce Freeman and Zach Evans combo with the potential that we see Miles Gaskin and even Hendo could get some carries in there. If we bring in all of those guys to be active this week, we'll kind of see what happens. But uh, going against the 29th ranked run defense, uh, hopefully we see this team kind of commit to the run and still impose their will in that category because the Rams offensive line is very good. And when you can help them out by running the ball, then I think it opens up everything else. And we know that this line likes to run block. I mean, I think all lines like to run block when you can just line them up and be like, you push that guy out of the way. I think they kind of live for that a little bit. So uh, obviously to get the ground game going, uh, we just need Sean McVay to just stick to it a little bit, which in this game, we could see him kind of be a little bit more hesitant given that we just lost our top two guys at that spot. So something to watch for sure. The Steelers defense definitely want the Rams could take advantage of uh, and should be able to move the football on him. Like I said, 25th against the pass, 29th against the run. This is something the Rams should be able to take advantage of for sure. And uh, TJ Watt represents yet another strong pass rusher for the Rams to face this season. And big Rob Havenstein on that right side. He's got his hands full. Uh, but if there's anybody on this line to have against TJ Watt, I mean, it is big Rob, right? That's kind of who we want there. Uh, but we should also focus on helping him. Uh, a strong day against Watt is a good day for the Rams. And like, and, and kind of vice versa a little bit of like, if if Big Rob is having a good day, that's a good day for the Rams offense. And if he's having a rough day, probably going to be a rough day for the Rams offense, right? And also, uh, I think it's a, with TJ Wapian on the football field, this is a really good uh, chance for uh, the social media storm to kind of see both of them on the same field. And obviously, they're not going to be going head-to-head, -head, Aaron Donald and TJ Watt, that is. Uh, but to see them both on the on the field at the same time, I think, is beneficial, at least for, like, Steelers fans who just, like, blatantly think that TJ Watt is, like, miles ahead of Aaron Donald, which we know is not real. And I think that Rams fans have a little bit more of a respect for TJ Watt than Steelers fans have a respect for Aaron Donald. And I don't know what that is. Maybe it's Aaron Donald choking people out and stuff like that. Because that happens, and that is definitely a thing that I've had to like explain to people that they're like, I was like, I just don't like how angry he is all the time. I was like, yeah, I'd be angry too, though, if I was getting triple covered or like triple blocked every play. So I'm just trying to do my job, dude. But either way, <laughs> it's all kind of getting in the weeds there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I think that, uh, that Rams fans have a little bit more respect for TJ than Steelers fans have for Aaron. So this is a really, really good opportunity for that. But Watt being on that side, that's uh, it's a tough matchup. So obviously, he's a premier pass rusher. So uh, Rams definitely have their hands full with that, which brings us to the three to see, which uh, we're going to start with the running backs here. 
No matter who gets the starts or the playing time, a good day on the ground is critical for the Rams in this game. Whoever is out there, we just need them to do well. Simple as that. We just need whoever is on the field to play well. Uh, next up here, we're going to go with Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua had a bit of a lighter day in uh, week six, uh, but he was dealing with a little bit of discomfort. We had heard that he had, uh, he had uh, a little bit of an injury. He came into the game questionable, so I think that that had something to do with it. Also, Matthew Stafford's favorite target in the universe, Cooper Cup, is back out on the football field. So I think that with a light week from Puka last week could potentially lead to a little bit more opening this week, especially when you're going against uh, the 25th-ranked pass defense. Obviously, they don't have uh, the numbers to back up uh, covering multiple wide receivers. And if you're going to take one away from the Rams, it should probably be Cooper Cup. So I think Puka should have a, a good day in this one. And then last on the three to see is going to be big Rob Havenstein. Uh, he's got a tall task handling uh, TJ Watt all day long. And while he's definitely the guy that we want handling that job, it is unrealistic to ask him to win 100% of the snaps. All right. And I don't want to see anybody. I know what's going to happen, but I, I don't want to see anybody saying that like after if he gives up a sack, it's like, oh, Rob Havenstein, he's, he's terrible. We don't need to get him out. It's like, well, I mean, it's a pretty good pass rusher he's going against. And we cannot ask him to win 100% of those snaps. That's just not realistic. With that being said, I would like to see some help go over there. Uh, unlike the help that we saw uh, in that final play of uh, week five against the Philadelphia Eagles when we had Warren McClendon come in at right tackle for a, a short time. And then uh, who, who was it at running back? That Was it Rivers or was it Evans? Uh, somebody either way. They just, they, they, they did not help <laughs> and, and uh, led to a sack ending the game. So, uh, I think that uh, helping Big Rob should be critical. And again, like I said, if if a Rob having a good day is a good day for the Rams, especially when it, we're talking about T.J. Watt here. And if uh, Rob is having a rough day against T.J. Watt, chances are Rams offense probably going to be having a, a bit of a rough day. So uh, let's move over to the other side here. We have the Steelers offense against the Rams defense. So the Steelers offense uh, sitting 31st in the NFL. They are not putting up 300 a game and just uh, second to last place right there. The Rams defense is a top 12 unit, ranking 12th right now. Passing the football, the Steelers offense is 27th in the league, while the Rams defense is 13th against the pass and only given up four passing touchdowns all season, which is very top notch. Very cool stuff there. Running the football, the Steelers are 28th in the NFL. Yes, that is... Uh, Worse than the Rams on offense, and the Rams defense 22nd against the run uh, with the 122.2 against uh, on average. And points being scored, the Steelers putting up just under 16 a game. That is ranked 30th in the league, and the Rams defense giving up 19.5. That is tied for 11th right now. So, obviously, uh, the, the Steelers' record being 3-2 and two and sitting above 500 right now, and then you look at their rankings, it, uh, it doesn't add up. and I would anticipate that over the course of the season, if this is the way that the Steelers are going to look and uh, the way that they're able to kind of uh, stop people and then move the football, uh, that I think that those averages will kind of even out and translate into the record. And so this very well could be the first time that we see Mike Tomlin have a losing record for the Steelers. Uh, but again, it's an NFL team. We talked about this last week with the Arizona Cardinals. It doesn't matter what the averages look like, how bad a team looks, anything. This is still NFL football, and uh, that's an NFL team with a very, very good coach and some pretty awesome playmakers over there as well. So obviously you never take it for, uh, for granted. And uh, us, us fans, we kind of do whatever we want, but as long as the uh, roster and the coaching staff, as long as they're not taking anybody lightly, 
then uh, we should be okay. The Rams defense, they played pretty incredible football so far. I mean, this Rams defense has been playing, I think it, at the very minimum, if if you don't agree with that, uh, with the Rams ranking 12th in the league right now, which we wish was better, but that's still pretty good, right? Um, I think that uh, considering where most people thought that the Rams defense was going to be, sitting at 12th right now is actually pretty solid. So I'll absolutely take it. I'm sure most of you will as well. But you take away some mistakes here and there, and uh, this unit has really been solid. Some critical timed mistakes for sure. Like you look at uh, week five, Philadelphia Eagles at uh, the Rams, and uh, Darian Kendrick getting that uh, pass interference before the halftime, and then that that led to the, the brotherly shove touchdown to end the half. Stuff like that. So it's been unfortunate timing on stuff. But overall, I think this team is, uh, this, this unit has played uh, very well. We could see a bit of a shakeup at the cornerback position, obviously with the Darian Kendrick news this week. But Duke Shelley, Trey Tomlinson, and or a practice squad player could help here. Uh, somebody like Cameron McCutcheon, uh, Tanner Ingle, who kind of was in his safety, kind of playing a little bit of that, like, uh, was that like a Taylor Rapp, Mark Baronish role in, in preseason? But uh, who did he almost murder? He uh, there was some <laughs> there was some quarterback that he tried to kill in preseason. So uh, you know he's at least out there trying. But uh, Cameron McCutcheon, I liked him as well in preseason, so I wouldn't hate seeing him as a, a depth piece for this game if uh, DK is uh, not going to be able to go. The Steelers' offense, they definitely have playmakers. They have some players out there that I'm a big fan of actually. Um, so we'll kind of see what what happens. But uh, Akella Witherspoon, if he can handle Pickens, that should be okay there I, I i like that um but they also have other weapons and that's where the darian kendrick news does hurt the rams quite a bit but we'll see kind of what happens and i mentioned you know trey tomlinson and duke shelley but i think we should also kind of throw a durant in there as well because i think that he should have or could have a pretty big impact in this one especially considering what we kind of have seen from him this year based on last year we thought he was going to take that next step he looks to be about the same player, but maybe with just a little bit less excitement this year. So hopefully that kind of translates into uh, some cooler stuff. Uh, but like I said, the, the Steelers offense definitely has some playmakers. Pickens, Johnson, they've got good weapons out there. So uh, Rams offense definitely has their hands full. I think what's happening now is uh, you get that Matt Canada offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that's absolutely crumbling them. So uh, if uh, Raheem Morris, Raheem the Dream Morris over here, can uh, just cook up enough pressure to kind of just suffocate that Matt Canada offense, then the Rams should be okay in this game. Uh, but I like our chances to to kind of hold back this uh, this Pittsburgh Steelers offense, and not because of their playmakers. It is because of Canada. Like that that makes me as a fan of an opponent going into this game feel pretty good. That the the their their offense won't be able to do much on the Rams defense. And uh, well, I think that Steelers fans also they kind of feel that way as well. You get in like even like the the Pittsburgh Penguins games, they're chanting "Fire Canada." So Hey, maybe this is the one. Rams are good at getting people fired. So Steelers fans, maybe if you want Canada fired, just let us have this one. Just let us destroy your souls <laughs> for just one week. Three to see on this side of the ball. We're going to go with Aaron Donald. So uh, Donald, obviously, clearly one of the best players in the league, has been for quite a while. Uh, but we know that the conversation, it's him or Watt being superior. That is always the conversation right now. And uh, being on the field at the same time, this could be the perfect opportunity to show the Steelers fans what Aaron Donald is capable of. Because some of the comments that I see uh, make it clear that they don't actually know. A lot of these comments uh, talk about how incredible T.J. Watt is, and I don't want to take anything away from T.J. Watt. That dude is awesome. Could you imagine him next to Aaron Donald? Sorry about your lives, quarterbacks, because you're all dead now. But 
either way, uh, Donald being out, out here, I think that uh, Steelers fans getting to see him firsthand, and they have before, but again, it's a team that uh, Aaron Donald has never beat. So if, if this is a game that he kind of comes in and just destroys some souls out here, then that would be a very good thing. And especially we know that uh, Kevin Dotson is playing way better than either of the guards that are uh, currently in Pittsburgh. So that is also a benefit to this Los Angeles Rams team coming into this one. Donald should be able to have a good game here. Kobe Durant is going to be next. And for all that Kendrick talk uh, and who will replace him, I kind of just mentioned this. I think it's worth noting that Durant could and probably should be kind of next in line for that. I know he's that star position right now, but I also don't love that position in Raheem's uh, defense. So I, I think that a guy like Jalen Ramsey is a guy that you can create a position for. I don't think that that is a, a, a position that should just exist in your defense if you don't have the personnel to do it. And I don't think that Kobe Durant is necessarily doing a, a bad job or anything like that. Uh, but I do think that uh, to just him just being in the slot is one thing, but to kind of call him the star and, and have him kind of doing all this different stuff, I think it's just asking him to do a little too much. I love Kobe Durant. I think a dude is awesome. He's not Jalen Ramsey, and uh, nobody's Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is Jalen Ramsey. So uh, obviously there's a shakeup there, but I want to see Kobe Durant kind of just wiggle into his spot uh, right now. And if, again, these are big ifs, because we don't know what's going on with Darian Kendrick. I would anticipate that maybe he's not going to play this week, but we also don't know that. We haven't gotten any word on it, and it sounds like the team is even still waiting on word on what is going on uh, in that situation. So again, not holding, um, I'm not passing any judgment yet. I like Darian Kendrick. I hope everything's okay. And uh, we also don't have all the information and I'm not going to pretend that I do um, just to make a, make a, like a hot take or something like that. So Kobe Durant though, I like where he's at for this game and uh, going against a team that does have good weapons. Like we had talked about in the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he's in a good spot to have a good day uh, in this one. And Ernest Jones, the man himself, Ernest Jones is so sick. All right. So this guy's playing such good football right now. He and Roseboom in the middle. I'm loving that combo. The Jones Roseboom combo as the Rams inside linebackers is killer right now. I'm a big fan of this stuff. Uh, but Jones is going against a weaker offense in a spot uh, to shut down that Steelers attack. And uh, he's just got to get guys into the right spot, which he's done such a good job of so far this year. We just need to see it again and again and again and again and again. again. You know, we just need to see that all season. But obviously, there's no signs of him slowing down. There's no signs of him kind of pulling back on that. Uh, that we saw, we kind of talked about this from his very first like training camp press conference. He came in in that fire that we saw even way back then in like, what was that, July? We felt good about it him then. So I think that he's just kind of doing, doing the thing. But if, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but if the Rams were able to shut out the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's because Ernest Jones is just murdering souls. Because that's what he does. He's super good at football, and it's really fun to watch. Let's take a look at the history of this matchup. So uh, the Rams do lead the all-time series, 15-10-2, uh, which would make this, what, that's the uh, 28th game uh, in this. Uh, that's not right. Isn't that right? Yeah, 28th game in the series. I can do math. Don't judge me. Uh, the most recent game between these two came on November 10th of 2019. Ooh, 2019. Do you remember 2019? God, what an amazing time. <laughs> But the Pittsburgh Steelers did win that, that one 17-12. Uh, to 12. First ever game between these two came on December 4th of 1938. The Cleveland Rams defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates 13-7. to 7. The Rams versus the Pirates all time. The Rams lead that series 1-0-1. That tie coming uh, the following year 
1939. That game played in Cleveland. The Rams have lost four straight to the Steelers right now, and the Rams' most recent win over the Steelers came on October 26th of 2003. That was the St. Louis Rams at the Steelers with a 33-21 victory. Obviously, the 2003 Rams, pretty sick team. A lot of uh, really, really good players on that team still. So, uh, yeah, that was a... Well, those, those are some fun times for the Rams. I guess that was the tail end of some really fun times, but either way. Uh, this is actually one of three Rams Super Bowl opponents as, uh, of course, Super Bowl XIV, January 20th of 1980. Of course, that 79 season uh, that the Rams and Steelers faced off in that Super Bowl. It was a 31-19 to win for Pittsburgh, although uh, everybody, that was, uh, that was a lot closer game than I think anybody anticipated. I was not around. I did not watch this game. I was born in 91, so leave me alone. But uh, it, it was closer than I think everybody kind of thought that it was going to be with that Steelers team being so, so good. And then, of course, uh, Colin Bryant. He scored the first touchdown in that game in the first quarter. Uh, the Rams did lead after one, 7-3 with that Colin Bryant touchdown. And uh, Colin Bryant, I think, is just a, a player that I kind of hold a little bit closer than uh, than than the average player as uh, he was from Colorado, and he did pass away in his Manitou Springs home uh, just a couple years ago, actually. So uh, Manitou Springs, if you are not familiar with my area, I live in Colorado Springs, or the, I live in Fountain, but it's essentially Colorado Springs. And uh, uh, Manitou is just to the west of Colorado Springs. It's right there. Um, and if you are ever in the area, in the Colorado Springs area, uh, as a tourist, anything like that, uh, Manitou, a must stop. You got to check it out. It's super cool. Super cool little witch town. I think it's a, they call it the witch capital of, of the of the U.S., which is pretty sweet, I guess. Uh, yeah, just like a little hippie town. Very cool stuff, though. Check it out. And uh, if you don't drink the water, you're weak. All right. Uh, moving on here to some connections here. So we have former Rams on the Steelers. Uh, just one wide receiver, Allen Robinson. He was playing uh, for the Rams last year, 2022. Never really kind of came into his own. Never really settled in on... Uh, being a, a a very big factor into this uh, Rams offense. So Rams moving on from him kind of made sense. Uh, I think we all kind of anticipated that he would, have, he would have a bigger role, but also that's something to keep an eye on. Is uh, this going to be a game that he's really up for, especially with a little bit of uh, uh, potential weakness in the secondary for the Rams uh, with uh, DK being down? This could be a game to watch Allen Robinson for sure. And former Steelers that are now on the Rams, we do have cornerback Akello Witherspoon. He played for the Steelers in 21-23. to 23. And Kevin Dotson, who the Rams did just trade for right after the preseason was over. This was after that 40 to nothing loss against the Denver Broncos that the, the Rams brought in Kevin Dotson. He played there from 2020 to 23. So, uh, of course, uh, that late addition there, which kind of surprised me. I thought that we were pretty good going into the uh the the into the the regular season with with who we had and then uh kevin dotson shows up and not only does he show up but then no boom gets banged up and then he slides into the starting lineup and is awesome he's like absolutely incredible and i don't want to totally start rumors here but i think the emergence of kevin dotson does bring into play a potential trade involving joe no boom and i don't think that that's necessarily like going to happen or anything i'm not predicting that necessarily but I do think it makes sense. You get his number off the books because if he's going to be a bench player, that is too many dollar bills sitting on the bench in a player that should be starting. And so if a, if another team has something that you can get and needs an offensive lineman, I think it's kind of perfect. And as we creep towards that uh, that trade deadline, 
if Kevin Dotson keeps on kind of solidifying himself as a starter on this offensive line, I do not think it's unreasonable that the Rams could trade Joe Nobu. I think that's totally in line, totally makes sense. You get those dollar bills off the book, and you just don't have them sitting on your bench. You help out somebody else, and maybe the Rams are able to get an edge rusher out of that. You know, so who knows? We'll see what happens. But uh, I'm not saying that for sure no boom is going to get traded. I'm saying that uh, if it does happen, uh, that would not stun me at all. I think that that's totally reasonable. And uh, some other connections here in the NFL. Duke Shelley played in Chicago with uh, Steelers offensive lineman James Daniel Daniels, uh, wide receiver Allen Robinson, as well as quarterback Mitch Trubisky. And uh, Aubrey Pleasant, the Rams' secondary coach, he did coach uh, the Tariq Carpenter in Green Bay. That happened uh, last season, so he knows him. Maybe we're getting some good tips. That's uh, <laughs> that's what was going to happen, right? Everybody thinks everybody's like, oh, you got to do this to this guy. He can't do that. He can't handle that. He can't handle that. It's going to be fine. But Aubrey Pleasant, back for the Rams, that's a massive plus. Hoping he's our next DC for sure. If uh if Raheem the Dream gets uh hired as a head coach somewhere, I'm, I'm my vote is Aubrey Pleasant. Lock that in right now. And uh some other connections here going back to college. Uh so Rob Havenstein, Big Rob and TJ Watt, they played at Wisconsin together in 2013 and 14. So they uh going head to head in this week. They're former college teammates, which is really cool stuff. Darian Kendrick, Stetson Bennett, and Warren McClendon, uh all of which may not be playing in this game, uh, but are uh Part of this team, they played at Georgia with offensive tackle Broderick Jones, the rookie, and uh, wide receiver George Pickens. Big fan of Pickens. I think that guy's incredible, as well as a tight end Darnell Washington. Demarcus Robinson, Rams wide receiver, played at Florida with safety Keanu Neal in 2013-15. to Deswan Johnson played at Toledo with Deontay Johnson. So two D. Johnsons uh, playing at Toledo together in 2018. That's pretty cool stuff. And Bryson Hopkins, the Rams tight end, played at Purdue with cornerback Corey Trice Jr. in 2018-2020. So three seasons they played together. And uh, Russ Yeast and Tutu Atwell played at Louisville together with wide receiver Des Fitzpatrick and uh, also the secondary coach for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Grady Brown, was coaching there as well. So that is your game preview, St. St. <laughs> <Saint> Louis Rams. <laughs> Los Angeles Rams hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers week seven of the 2023 NFL season. It's going to be some good stuff. Be sure to also, uh, again, drop your pants predictions in. Uh, we're just going to call them pants predictions. That's going to, I like that. Some alliteration go in. I like that. I'm a big fan of alliteration. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, drop your predictions in the comments, which uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, we'll, we'll create a, a graphic for that for next week. I just kind of, I think time just got away from me, and then I also kind of forgot. And then I was, as I was putting the note in, I was like, oh, I don't think I made that. Either way, you get it. Uh, but drop that as well. And uh, ramshowcase.com, snag your merch there. If you are interested, if you are on the YouTube channel uh, or uh, Facebook video, whatever, um, and you are interested in listening to the full podcast, we'll check it on out everywhere you listen to podcasts um, i will share uh, an apple podcast link in the description below uh, so you can find it there um, but we talked about uh, the darian kendrick news the running back shakeup, and then of course right now we are going to get into fan quesos so that is going to be on the other side of this break and welcome back into Rams Showcase. It's time for Fan Quesos. If you are interested in getting a question answered by myself on the next episode of Ram Showcase, we do post it on uh, the Ram Showcase uh, community tab on YouTube and uh, also my uh, on, on uh, Facebook, at Ram Showcase uh, there. And then I share it on my personal Facebook as well. You can uh, definitely add me. I don't care. 
It's social media. It's a public place. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and dive in. So first one here comes from MRP5150 on YouTube. Uh, how much do you think we see of Hendo and Gaskin this week? Or do you think we just roll with Evans and Freeman? Great question, man. Um, actually, I've, I'm seeing this a lot that a lot of people are uh, pretty convinced that Hendo and or Gaskin are uh, going to see a lot of time. But uh, I am not on that train. I think that uh, like kind of following this team for as long as I have and kind of covering this team for as long as I have, because uh, I'm, I'm never going to pretend like I know more than anybody else. Um, I hope that I never have that vibe. But uh, I, I think that kind of just sitting back and watching this team would tell me that uh, to not expect anything dramatic, to expect that Zach Evans and Royce Freeman will get the bulk of the carries and Gaskin and or Hendo would be kind of like, for lack of a better term here, lucky to get out on the football field. I think that we see a big, a big dose of uh, Evans and Freeman in this game. Next uh, couple here coming from Payo Time. Definitely subscribe if you have not done that. If you can't watch the games, Payo Time does an awesome watch party. Uh, that's definitely where you need to be at if you cannot um, watch the games yourself. Uh, but uh, first one here, uh, what are your thoughts on the Rams' social media content? I feel like this year they have done a lot more content highlighting players outside of just pressers. I am really uh, enjoying uh, the thing like Nine and Dime or Legend Series or just the interviews with players like Dotson. Uh, with, uh, what is something that you would like to see the Rams' social media team do more of? Uh, so first of all, great, great point, man. Uh, I think the Rams' social media this season is doing a very cool job. I think a lot of it has to do with um, like the the video content that is coming out. So we obviously see um, uh, like those sit downs with JB, like you had mentioned, uh, Kevin Dotson, uh, and we've seen some incredible ones. Darian Kendrick was on there earlier in the year. I uh, really enjoyed that one. So uh, yeah, I actually really like it. If, it. if there was anything else that I could get uh, from this uh, Rams team, I would dig into the bag, dude. So I'm going back into like, to uh, like, what is it? I don't, I don't even remember what it was called. It was like my ride or something like that, where the the players showed off their cars. Remember Keenan Burton being on one of those, and he showed off this. Uh, I think it was an old Caprice. Oh man, it was so sick, dude. And then uh, also, um, they had uh, they had a segment called "That's My Dog," and I remember Chris Long and James Laurinaitis being on there and like just like talking about their dogs, dude. <laughs> I think it was super cool. So that's some kind of stuff that I would like to see. Uh, kind of just digging into a little bit of like the personal life of these guys a little bit. Um, but also, I would love a film breakdown section where, uh, like, maybe Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford, because I liked Nine and Dime. That was really, it was really cool. It was really fun. Uh, but, and it's cool to see them in that kind of setting of just being kind of goofballs and kind of like just ribbing on each other. Like when Matthew Stafford said that uh, <laughs> it was Spice Girls or whatever it was Cooper Cup. Like, that, that sent me. That was so funny. But uh, I would like to see, like, how cool would it be to see uh, Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford going over game tape from the previous week? Or even if it had to be like three weeks ago. Like, I think that would be such sick content. Absolutely love that stuff. So that would be the only thing that I'd request. Otherwise, I think that you're right. They're doing a great job. Next one here. Uh, what are your top three tips for Rams fans going to their first Rams game, either at SoFi or on the road, just in general? Uh, my number one tip on going to a game is just enjoy the moment. Don't be super worried about capturing the moment on your phones or anything like that. Uh, obviously, definitely take photos, do your thing, but uh, get lost in the moment, man. Don't live through your screen. Um, so, I, like, living through your screen is awesome when, like, uh, a couple years later when you see those things. Uh, but ultimately, you're gonna, you're never gonna be mad when you just uh, accept the moment for what it is. 
Um, also keep your expectations reasonable. That's going to be my number two. Um, uh, it's sometimes if, especially if it's your first NFL game, uh, it's, it's jarring to go to the game a little bit because it just kind of starts and then like, you're not ready for it, I guess. Like it, it doesn't give you like this massive, uh, like dun, 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 dun. it's like the, the following is up <laughs> like a national football, like whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I couldn't do the thing. I, I, blanking on it right now but either way um just kind of enjoy it man and just kind of like understand that it's going to be a little bit of a different atmosphere you're not going to hear all the tidbits all the time uh but just soak it in as far as like the stadium itself and all that and then i guess other than that um allot yourself some time i i know a lot of people don't know to get to places early enough and i think that a lot of people show up to games too late and then like they're getting to their seats in the middle of the first quarter and then they're kind of upset about it so uh, tailgate do the thing do the whole thing do the like make it a whole day event go out tailgate go meet some people go have a good time have a couple beers or whatever it is some just some brats whatever you get into and then just kind of mosey into the stadium uh make sure you have money to stop by the shop because that's obviously awesome if you're going to like a regular season game game get a game pin i get a game pin from every single game that i'm at no doubt about it uh, and then uh, also just take your time getting out of there, man. It's not a, it's not a race to get home unless it is a race to get home and then and then obviously get the hell out of there. But yeah, just to, just enjoy it, man. Take your time and uh, just take it easy. It's supposed to be a fun, relaxing day. It's a Sunday. So yeah, just chill it out, man. But those are my tips. Uh, mainly is just enjoy the enjoy it. Just soak it in. Memories are better than photos, in my opinion. Um, I know that that's not everybody's opinion and, and, and some people will think that that's ridiculous. But uh, a lot of times I go to concerts and stuff and I'll leave and I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't even take a photo. <laughs> like, Dang it. I don't even have any pictures of that. It's like, but I had a great time. I remember that. So um, that's, I'm, I'm on that side of it, though. I'm a I'm grumpy old man when it comes to phones and stuff. Like, put that thing away. Just enjoy yourself. I love, like, Tool, the band. They don't allow phones at their shows and they will take it away. <laughs> like, I love that. You, they'll take it away. You have to leave if they find your phone. Like, I absolutely love that. I'm a big fan, so. Next, a uh, few here coming from Ram's house. Uh, he says, describe what it would be like to be roommates with Tyler Higby. This is such a funny question, dude. So <laughs> uh, I think the Tyler Higby, it would be an easy roommate situation because I don't think he would be home often. I think that he is a guy that would be gone a lot. Like he wouldn't help around the house. He's not going to do dishes. He's not going to be vacuuming, all that stuff. But he's also like pretty much only there to sleep in my opinion you know so it's like the mess is probably mostly yours anyway and if you were like hey dude can i get some help around the house you'd be like i'm never even here except for like your hair dye dude your bleach is in the bathroom get it together Tyler. you know something like that but that's a funny question man i like that uh next one here if no injuries occur in the safety room will john johnson even play a snap at safety for the rams in 2023 not sure why he's not getting on the field other than special teams uh, yeah, dude, same. I, I'm super confused at what's going on with John John. Why is he here? Why is he here if he's just going to be on the sideline? You know, it's like, I, he's a good player. He's obviously an awesome dude. We like him. Um, I, I'm, I'm confused by it. I'll, I'll say that. Um, uh, but again, I mean, Russ East not playing bad, obviously Jordan Fuller for president. So, um, there's that part of it, but yeah, John Johnson not getting, uh, reps is definitely surprising to me. So I, I really have no idea. Um, he needs 11 tackles to pass uh, Leonard Little all time. I stopped even mentioning that one because he's not getting out onto the field. So what am I supposed to do? Just say that every single week like I do the other ones? <laughs> no. All right. 
Uh, next one here from Ram's House. You're now GM Sheriff Joe Bags, and you are on the phone with the Panthers. They have a deal worked out to send Brian Burns to L.A. The trade requires giving up two first-rounders and signing him to a new contract. Would you sign off on this trade? Um, I don't, personally. Um, and I think that I specifically am not the person to ask this question to because I specifically... Like, I like Brian Burns, and if he comes to the Rams, I'm celebrating that. But to give two ones and then a contract, I I, I think that there's better options to go for um, instead of Burns. And again, I like Burns. Burns is a great player, and I think he would fit in great. I think he he fills a need for the Rams, and him rushing on the opposite side of uh, Byron Young is obviously awesome. But two ones and a new contract for Brian Burns, I say no. Um, I go for Chase Young in that situation instead. And I know that he's at the injury history, all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, it's, if if I'm, I would give up a one and a two. How about how about that? I'll I'll kind of meet you there on that one. But uh, overall, man, yeah, it's um, it's kind of just a, it's one of those weird weird situations with my own brain where like I feel like I value him less than others do and I do want him on the Rams and I would be pumped to see that that unfold but again I just don't I don't know know if that happens I don't know if um I don't know if I'm kind of overthinking stuff a little bit but no two ones in a new contract I, I I'm saying no I'm just gonna go ahead and uh call somebody else and uh get get somebody else going but also, like I said earlier uh I don't think it's impossible the Rams package no boom in somewhere so if the if the Panthers could use uh, an offensive lineman. Joe Noteboom is a starter. So I think in, in that case, you could get get um, like Noteboom and a two or a three in return for Burns. I don't think that that's unreasonable, although I do think it would be closer to the two instead of the three. But um, I think that that's something that could happen. Moving on here to the Facebook page. Uh, these few coming from Cody. How much time do you think Kendrick will miss and who takes his spot when he's gone? Unfortunately, I have no idea what to think about the Kendrick news. I um, I don't know if he's going to miss no time or if he's going to be suspended for eight games, man. I've got zero clue. Um, it's also, I guess, a, a weird roundabout. It's none of my business. <laughs> so I hope he plays. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. And who takes his place? I think it'll be kind of a committee thing. Uh, but Durant uh, pushing outside, I think, is reasonable as well. Next one here from Cody. Uh, when do you see us getting any Stetson Bennett updates? I'm going to go ahead and guess that uh, we may not hear this year. Uh, so maybe wait till the offseason uh, to hear on Stetson Bennett. No idea what's going on. Obviously, the rumors have been flying. I refuse to attach um, to any of those rumors simply because I don't know. And I'm not going to say that, uh, like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to commit to a, a thought process on Stetson Bennett without true knowledge on the situation. And true knowledge on the situation is also none of my business. So I don't know, man. Um, I, I, I'm not holding my breath uh, to get a Bennett update. Next one from Cody. How much do you think we miss our starting two backs? And could a veteran back do better than expected considering our backs are still young and learning and improving? Um, not necessarily. I think the, the Rams, uh, their, um, their, zone, their zone running scheme I think it's pretty beneficial even for the young guys uh, who have been doing zone stuff like Zach Evans. He knows what he's doing in this situation. Royce Freeman definitely knows what he's doing in this situation. So, no, I don't think that uh, that necessarily the Rams need to bring in any kind of veteran uh, presence for uh, for that role. But um, I and I think I'll obviously signing Miles Gaskin. I don't know if your comment was before that happened. Because um, Miles Gaskin, that signing did happen today. I know a lot of people were reporting it yesterday, but that was still pending physical, which we did get word on today. So, 
Um, I, I don't think we need to make any moves right now. Um, we got the three on the active roster that should be good to go with Freeman, Evans, and Gaskin, and uh, we could bring up uh, Hendo for this game as well. So I think we'll be all right there. Next one here coming from Gary uh, says, uh, which of the vet running backs do you think will step up in Williams' ab- abs- absence? Jeez. Or <laughs> will it be Evans? Uh, as far as like who's going to step up, I think that I think if we're going like a, from a fantasy football um, like yardage, carries, all that good stuff, I uh, I would guess that Royce Freeman is going to get the bulk. I think that he is going to get the bulk of the carries and the bulk of the yards. Uh, but I do think that Evans will get uh, a, his share of carries in there as well. So um, that's kind of my guess on it. Um, but Williams, man, uh, it sucks. Uh, he, the reports today came out that uh, he was on a scooter with like a cast like material on his ankle so that's unfortunate so hopefully it's not too long and then uh john coming in here mr roach he is a steelers fan creeping in so it was uh, rumors uh rumor is that your rookie edge rusher byron young is going against our rookie left tackle broderick jones what do you think of that like the matchup or nah um let, first of all let me see here let me pull up uh really fast i'm gonna try to do this quick because i'm running out of time here um Actually, well, you said left tackle. Um, if that's the case, then actually he won't. <laughs> he won't be going against him because uh, uh, Byron Young, he's uh, he's usually lined up over that right tackle. Although there is a mix-up, and he does uh, he does kind of creep in on both sides. But it should be a good matchup to watch, man. Uh, Broderick Jones, he's doing a good job up there. So I think that would be a, a fun matchup for sure. Byron Young, though, man, he's playing really good. He's got a, he's got a really strong motor, and uh, he can get after it for sure. So it would be a, a fun game to watch, John. Good luck to your boys, but not uh, enough luck to win. So... Thanks for hopping in, man. Appreciate that. All right, that is going to do it for the fan quesos. And thank you for all uh, of those who dropped those. Again, uh, look for the posts on Wednesdays if you would like to drop yours in there. You can also just send them to me on uh, social media anytime. Um, so, yeah, if like at Ram Showcase on Instagram, Twitter, or X, um, just uh, shoot the message there. I'll get it into the next show as well. So, good to go there appreciate that uh though uh all you uh who did ask questions hopping in there like tyler higby and what do you be like as a roommate (laughs) love that stuff that's fun man um but that is going to do it for me make sure you follow ram showcase on all your favorite social media at ram showcase at sheriff joe bags for myself ramshowcase.com definitely check it out there under that merch tab is where you can snag your ram showcase t-shirt but that is going to do it for me i am sheriff joe bags and this has been ram showcase on sports war radio the fan-sided network and broad street south for those of you who aren't rams fans our thoughts and prayers are with you for those of you who are rams fans thank you so much for listening and go rams